Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team and a teaching partner with Empowered Living. The first half of my life, y'all, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. And then in my spare time, I was truly, truly a people pleaser. And if that wasn't bad enough, <laughs> I had a broken mindset. Now I know that, you know, some people are like, oh, there's no way. I'm like, yes, there was a way because I truly had a broken mindset. The unfortunate part was I could not see that all of that was going on. And I had a nice little mask, a little nice little smile, happy clappy, you know, all the time. But anyway, one day I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't know if you've ever been in that place before, but it's not a, it's not a very happy place. And I decided that day to take a step in the direction of my dreams. Even though I couldn't see the whole plan, there was no, you know, written out blueprint for my success, but I took a step and it was amazing because I began to see changes taking place even within the first couple of weeks. And I, then I saw Wayne Dyer's quote that said, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. And I was like, wow, I wrote that down, put it on my fridge. You know, it was just amazing to me. Not that I'm perfect. Trust me, if you are perfect, this is not probably the podcast for you because I am a work in progress, but we're, I believe we're all imperfectly perfect and I'm here to serve, you know, the world and to become the best version of me so that I can go out and, and help people also discover that in themselves. Today is an exciting day for us. I have an amazing guest that's going to share with you just Wow, I just heard just a few little glimpses of her story and it is, it is powerful. What she's gone through and, and her attitude, you would never even know it. So today I wanna to introduce to you my, my friend, Samantha Tyrone, and she is gonna share her heart and passion and what just lights her up. Samantha, welcome to the Gritty Women Podcast. We're so happy you're here. Tell us, what are you most excited about today? I am just most excited to connect with new people and, and new adventures through all of this chaos with COVID and things shutting down. And, you know, I, we were talking about being people, people, you know, so just having the ability to connect with other people is really the thing that I'm most excited about. And this is a new journey for me. Uh, so I'm really excited to just make new connections and, and learn as much as I can from, from other women and from other business owners and other entrepreneurs who have similar experiences, totally different experiences, um, you know, just, just learn from each other. Well, that is awesome. And, and you, you said it, you know, connecting is the most powerful way to learn. And, you know, we used to hear that it takes five people, you're five people away from the person you need to meet. But now uh, Forbes recently came out and said, you're like 2.9% of you know, people away from, you know, the person you need to meet because we're so connected and I think it's so powerful. I guarantee you, if we had time today to talk, if we talked probably five minutes, there would be somebody, we know probably the same person. And I always think that's so fascinating that we're so, it's such a big world, but, but at the same time, it's, it's a small world after all, like Disney says. Absolutely. Right. Talk, talk to us and, and tell us, I know you were sharing, you know, you have gone through some, some trauma in your life, but, but yet you have this attitude to serve, you know, other people and to bring out the best in others. How did you get from where you were to where you are now? Um, well, a few years ago, I uh, met 
the greatest person ever. Um, we fell in love. We planned on getting married. Um, you know, we both had our our little bit of baggage, and it it came to the surface that he had a history with addiction. Um, and you know, I made the decision that it was more important for us to be together and grow together than it was to run from his reality. So we were together a few years. Um, we were engaged to be married and, um, you know, unfortunately after a work injury and depression and, you know, being bounced around from doctor to doctor and getting mixed messages for a solution, um, and, and no getting back to normalcy in sight. Um, he passed away a few short months before we were getting married. Um, and you know, I think the shock of everything and just how everything happened so quickly, um, you know, I kind of shut down. Uh, I'm so eternally grateful for my parents and the support system that I have. Um, but, but there was a period of time where I just, like I said, I shut down and I didn't really deal with anything. I went right back to work. Um, it was a new position, so nobody really knew me, so I could kind of escape my own reality. Um, and then, you know, as the months kind of progressed, I, I just felt like I don't want to be sad anymore. I have so much life to live and not just for myself, but for him as well. Um, you know, I was very adamant about accomplishing a lot and, and doing it not necessarily in his memory, but, you know, to, to make it so that I didn't let his death kind of destroy all the things that I wanted to do. And, and I know, you know, firsthand how easy it could be to let yourself get lost in what's around you and, and the people that you're with and, and that surround your life. Um, but I decided to kind of separate myself from that. And I started two businesses uh, within six months of his passing because I just, I knew I had to keep myself entertained and busy and, and occupied to not let myself kind of close in on myself. And, um, so I started building those businesses and as I got more comfortable with talking about what had happened, uh, there was a post on Facebook from a friend of mine who had gone through something kind of similar about a doctor who was nabbed for pill pushing. So I had shared it and shared a little bit of my story with uh, my fiance and a couple people had reached out and said, thank you so much for sharing. Um, you know, I, I really related to something that you said. Um, I, I'm kind of going to be advocating for myself now and, and I'm going to take a stand against what my doctors are ordering versus what I know my body can handle. So it was at that point where I was just like, I know there's other people in these situations, you know, that my fiance was in with, with doctors pushing medication while he was in recovery. And also I knew that I couldn't be the only partner of someone in recovery or active addiction because I'd seen both sides of it. So I decided that I was going to start speaking out and becoming an advocate for those who couldn't advocate for themselves yet. So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from is, you know, his, one of his best friends had said to me, no one wants to hear from someone in addiction. There's such a negative stigma around it. There's so much negativity circling it. You know, we're just another junkie. We're just another this, we're just another that. And he said, you know, we need someone who, is not in recovery, who's not an addict, who 
speaks on behalf of us and, and really is an advocate for those in recovery. And I said, well, I could do that. So that's, that's what I started doing. I, I am in the process of building this amazing community um, for women in business, despite trauma, um, you know, women of abuse, women of death of children, death of their spouse, any, anything that could have stopped them that they continually choose to rise above. Um, so that is something that we'll be launching more officially in the fall. Um, you know, we had a small event planned for May, but COVID happened and canceled that. So right now we're just focusing on trying to make everything virtual, um, and, and provide more opportunities, more connections, more support, um, for that. Our website is, is being built as we speak. So that'll be something really exciting once it is up and running. Um, and, and really just at this point, my goal is just to connect with as many individuals as possible and, and share my story of journey really more than anything. You know, so often we see the end result and not necessarily the journey. So the project that I'm working on is called story to glory. You know, it's, it's not the red bottoms and the million dollar homes and the aftermath. It's the, 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 in the trenches nitty gritty of, of getting there. And that's when, you know, when I had saw what you had stood for and what you were doing, I was like, ah, oh, we have to get together. Um, so I'm just really, really excited to connect with others and, and help anyone who's in a similar position because I would have never gotten through what I got through without my support system. And my, from my best friend to a stranger I went to high school with that I didn't really even know, um, to an old teacher of mine, getting me through uh, the darkest part of my life. So I just want to be there at, in any capacity as much as I can for whoever I can. Wow. That is, I mean, it's such a great encouragement and, and you're exactly right. There are so many women and men, but that are out there isolated that are feeling like it's, they're the only ones going through this. And they're, if they're anything like I was, I was afraid to really reveal how I really felt. I, I just would put on another mask, whether it was happy face or sad face, whatever. But I just walked through life doing that because I was so afraid of revealing the real and once i got through that you know through the help of coaching and just being in this growth environment that i'm in i'm still in process i mean going on seven years but i mean my whole life has changed but it, but it took you know getting these taking these small steps just like you did like you said you were going through that experience after his loss but you forced yourself out you didn't wait for your circumstances to change you created your circumstances. And that's, I think the, the game changer for women and is to realize it's not, it's not going to be from the outside in. It has to be from the inside out. And we have to stop looking and getting caught in comparison. I'm not enough or I'm too much, or I don't have enough. Or if my life was different, my zip code was different. My family was different, whatever the thing is, you know, we are, we are all we need. We are equipped. We are, individually, you know, perfectly created for greatness. And I totally believe that. And it's true. And so many women are like, how did you do it? And I'm like, well, first of all, I hadn't done anything. I'm not, <laughs> I'm a work in progress, but I had no, I, mean, I had a smidgen of belief there at the beginning. I had to borrow the belief. 
And so what I hear you saying is, you know what, I've got, I've got this belief in me and my dream and my passion, and I'm willing to share it with women and, and in business. And I think that's awesome because that will help them be able to break through, you know, the trauma. Absolutely. I, I, I love Brene Brown and she is, she is really her, her work, her research really when a couple of years ago, my husband handed me a book and he said, I've read this and I think you, you might like it. Anyway, there was one little, like three sentences that truly began to change everything for me. And, and it was on gratitude and it's really how the gritty women movement started because she said, any trauma that we go through and trauma is racism, trauma is poverty, trauma is loss of a loved one, trauma is addiction, trauma is eating a whole bag of cookie dough or I mean, or cookies or chips or whatever, you know, trauma can be, you know, revealed in a lot of different ways. But she said, gratitude is the one thing that will refuel your joy. And about that same time, my friend said, challenge me. She said, I want to challenge you to 25 things a day for 30 days, write down 25 things a day for 30 days that you're thankful for. That was, that was five years ago. I've not missed a day. And I don't write 25. Now I write like five to seven a day, but it totally changed everything for me. So always, always throw that challenge out to all of our listeners, you know, to be very intentional. Everybody's heard of gratitude. It's talked about a lot now, but no one and doing are two different things and actually writing it daily. Just, it just changes. It just changes everything. So, um, I just appreciate your heart to serve, you know, people, your story. I love that. Uh, your story to, what did you say? Story to glory. Is that what story you Story to glory. Yes, ma'am. I love that. I just absolutely love that. That is, that is so beautiful. And it's so true that our stories connect and we're so much more alike than we are different. Absolutely. So, so can you think back in your life as we, as we close, can you think back in your life and look at some, maybe look at one thing that you achieved in your life, one thing that you went through in your life that has served as a model for you, that helped you get through the loss of your fiance, that has gotten you to the place that you are, that even right now, I just love that, that gritty side of you that is, you don't even see you don't even, you're building, you're building your website, you're building, you're re, you're creating it right now in the process. You're not waiting for it to be all perfect. You're just like saying, women, look, I am in the middle of it right now. You know, I don't, I don't see the whole picture, but I'm willing to do it. You know, was there something in your life? Was there something in elementary school or high school? Can you look back and see a little model that served you then that's serving you now? Absolutely. It was, it's so funny that you, you asked that because I was just recently telling someone about my second grade class. Um, I was in Ms. Nordvite's class at Lafayette Elementary School in New Jersey and we were getting ready for the talent show and she, I was like obsessed with dance and she was like, Sam, you, um, you dance. So could you help us with some moves for the talent show? And I was like, yes, yes, I can. 
And before she could even start playing the music, I was putting kids in a line and telling them what to do. And like, no, no, like this. And she was like, oh. And I'll never forget it. We did Sea Cruise. And poor Mrs. Nordvite, I don't think, knew what hit her when she asked <laughs> me to do this. Um, but it was where I really fell in love with kind of taking the lead. And I think it was one of those moments where in the moment, you don't think it's a big deal until like 25 years later, where you're like, huh, that really stuck out as something important. So I, I guess in, in a weird way, I, I can owe a lot to my second grade teacher or first grade, I'm sorry, first grade teacher. Um, and just, she really kind of just gave me the reins and for whatever reason, she trusted me at seven or eight years old, however you are in first grade. And I kind of just did, I never choreographed anything. I just knew that I loved it and I knew that I wanted to do it. So I kind of took the bull by the horns and ran with it and just was super confident and sold it and they bought it. And I think that, you know, as I grew up, I just be confident and sell it and figure it out as you go along till it works. Wow, that is so powerful. I love that. And tell me again her name, Miss Nord. What? Miss, Mrs. Nordvite, I believe, was her first, Nordvite. my first grade teacher. Wow. Do you have any idea where she is? I have no idea. It's so funny because I, I stayed in contact with a few teachers. I found my second grade teacher on Facebook. I, you know, um, I run into people sometimes at like ShopRite or something, but I have to look her up and, and give her a shout because that definitely that's if I ever write a book that'll be in the book <laughs> that is so awesome I love that story hey yes and if you find her I would love to bring you both on the show <laughs> I think it would be so powerful uh, to to let her know the impact she had and for all the teachers that are that will listen to this podcast and and parents too for that matter just seeing the belief that she breathed into you mm -hmm. I mean that changed that impacted you for your whole life. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and it's such a model and it's so, it's so powerful too of the influence that we have. Sometimes we don't even realize it, but Hey, I, if you find her, you connect, you know, we're, we'll be connected on social media and all Absolutely. that. So let's connect. And I would love, love, love to have both of you on the show and just, just really honor her with that. That that's a powerful example of, of just what one person can do. It's just like Mother Teresa. You know, you pick up the starfish in front of you and you take care of that one. And she certainly did. She saw great things in you. Wow. And you're leading the way. She's, she's going to be so super proud of you. That is now I hope I can find her and connect with her. That's the beauty of social media these days. Yeah, I bet you can. Less than five people. I'm thinking you're, I'm thinking you're going to find her. You're going to find her fast. I'm going to look. That's awesome. Sure. That's so awesome. And, and as we wrap up, thinking about gritty, G is for gratitude, R, resilience. The I is for inspiring others. The two T's are for think tough. And Y is you do you. Which one really resonates with you? Uh, I got to say, I think probably the R in resilience and the Y for you. Um, in a lot of the different interviews that I've been doing, I've been saying, you know, you can't advocate or help anyone else until you're an advocate for yourself. And I think if, if my fiance was able to be an advocate more for himself, um, he would have had a better chance of standing up against addiction. 
and really finding the power within to be the force that I saw him as, you know? So I, I, I really think the being resilient and, and keep on pushing forward and, and rising up no matter what, um, and the you really resonate probably the most for me. Wow. Those are, that's a great combo. <laughs> and it's so true because you got to have both to be able to, to do it. We're going to mm-hmm. fall. We know that we just, we just keep falling forward. I love that. <laughs> it's a, it's a failure is a constant companion to success. It, it, it never go away. So we just need to look at it like, Hey, f- failure is my friend, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. And we will, when we launch your, your podcast, we will put all your bio, your connecting, you know, contact info with it. So all the viewers can reach out to you and connect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm again, I'm so glad we were able to connect. I know I am too. Let's stay in touch. And you call me now. You text me whatever when you find your teacher. I um, will. That's going to be so exciting. I look forward to it. All right. Me too. Me too. Yeah. That'll be part two of this story. So we'll (laughs) we'll see you soon. Stay tuned. You soon. Uh Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.